And I want to know, what age were you when you left home? I think I was about 18. I didn't plan to go quickly. I just went quickly. Sounds like I've been into the prison system, but that's not true. And I wonder, if you left home, was it to set up on your own or was it to just go off and try out life, which is what I recommend we all do? Or did you go straight into the arms of a marriage? There, I think we've covered most of the bases. The latest statistics reveal that an increasing number of Australian men spend their whole lives living with a woman. First their mother and then their wife. What am I talking about? There is an argument that we are creating a nation of mummies boys who never want to leave home. And mum, you're probably looking at one now. Give us a call, will you? Got a mummies boy at your place? one three hundred triple two seven twenty. And the question, the tough one, is he hanging on to you or are you hanging on to him? Whenever we talk about these things, we like to go to a bloke who knows Bernard Salt is that bloke. Hello, Bernard. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Good, thanks, Bernard. How old were you when you flew the coop? I couldn't wait to get out of home. I was 18. had uh, six brothers and sisters, a very small uh, house, and uh, uh, I wanted to do my own thing, and uh, so I flew the coop as early as I could. But I think that was that was the case with most baby boomers. Yeah. Look, the bottom line is that if you wanted to sleep with your girlfriend, it was never, ever going to happen in the family home. No, it wasn't. Uh, so, um, whereas today... Baby boomers as parents are far more uh, relaxed about that sort of thing, very happy for their adult kids to uh, bring their partners home and uh, free meals, free board, free laundry, free access to the family car. Why would you ever leave home? Now, that's the problem, isn't it, Bernard? And and you've done a bit of work to, re- to reveal that more and more blokes are deciding to stay at home. Just how many more? Well, in fact, um, around 27%, in fact, it is 27% of men aged between 20 and 34 still live with their mum and dad. That's pathetic. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> and it's certainly significantly higher than the uh, proportion of women, uh, which is around about 15%. So it's probably about 10, 12 percentage points more. There is a clear gender difference here. Yes. The reason, I think, is that women marry an older male so that older male is established, established a household, they will leave earlier. Yeah. Men marry or partner a younger woman, so they're, therefore they're, they're at home longer. Uh, and also suspect that baby boomer women in their 50s kind of like having uh, oh, the, yes, uh, yes. the, the kids at home that's as why, long as they possibly can. That's why I pose that question. Are they hanging on to you or are you hanging on to them? So, okay, so let's have a scenario where some young bloke goes, no, mum just really mum loves having me around. She doesn't mind doing my washing. She loves it because I've got a big appetite, and she just loves having me. It gives us something to do. Well, that's right, and and mum likes it because well, it keeps her young, doesn't it? I mean, <laughs> once, once once your kids have left home, then nature has dispensed with your services. You are in the shoot to oblivion. As long as you've got kids at home and they need you, what's that feeling of being? You, you are at the centre of their universe. They're like satellites that revolve around you uh, and you've got young people coming and going and you know 50-somethings are a bit groovy a bit hip these days aren't they now, so now, as long as 20-somethings <laughs> coming into and out of their lives they feel connected worthwhile. Now, now I like the picture we're painting here Bernard because it's a picture everyone can recognize and I want them to ring up and talk about it One three hundred triple two seven twenty. firstly do you have that young male not that young anymore aged between 20 and 34 despite your best efforts he's still living at home uh, and are you that sort of 50-something mum 
who's happy to have him around. I'm curious to know, Bernard, what about the dad in all this? Where's uh, well, he? Is look, he is he a bit old and boring? Is that why mum's, you know... <laughs> well, that could well be the case. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, I suspect that, that, uh, that there is, um, you know, there's the idea of people move as they move into middle age, and then they like having youth close to them. Yeah. Sort of, they don't feel as isolated as alone. Yeah, and, that, uh, and, and that's valid, a, isn't it? That's very valid. Uh, absolutely, and there's also a lot of... Um, love and emotion passed between the two. You know, there's, there's a great deal of satisfaction in cooking a meal, I would imagine, and serving it up to a, a strapping 28-year-old or something like that um, who who is deferential and, uh, you know, very... Um, maybe they're not. Maybe they expect it. But this is the point that I, I think that um, you're actually breeding then an entire generation of, uh, of men, not all men, but some men. Who are slackers. Uh, uh, who, who, I don't know if they're slackers, they just, no, well, it. you know, mum picks up after me, she yeah, does but the I washing, think that, she puts Bernard, everything I think back are. in the wardrobe. I, I think they are. I think it, I think it breeds a kind of uh, dependency that, um, oh, I don't know. I certainly, you know, I love my, I love my son and his mum loves him too, but I'm not sure we want him living with us when he's 34. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more diplomatic. I know, you're being much kinder about <laughs> this than I Actually, there's a couple of very um, famous examples of uh, young men who have lived at home too long with their mum. Yeah. Um, Seymour Skinner from The Simpsons uh, stayed at home far too long. Uh, the guy on Psycho, um, you know, the, in the Hitchcock movie, oh, he had too uh, close a relationship with I'm his not, mother. Well, clearly Norman Bates. But then now we, get, Bates, we, can right. get, we can get right. I could play a Tom Lehrer track about Oedipus Rex if we want. Oh, but, right. but we're not going that far. But... Is it a bit detrimental? And and if if people are going to have these relationships, and of course, you know, I actually do want my kids to stay around as long as it's working. But should there be some responsibilities placed on that twenty eight year old that says, you know what, I don't do your washing, and uh, yep, hundred dollars a week uh, rent would be good, and you know, your father can't prune the. Uh, <laughs> prune the trees out the back, I'd like you to do it. It's got to be a little bit give and take, doesn't it? I think it is give and take, and um, I'm, I suspect that it's not at the moment. I think it's give from one generation, take from the other. That's the give and take. But it actually breeds, it doesn't, it doesn't instill or create the right skill set. No. You need to develop the right skill set to manage and navigate your 30s and 40s as a proud, independent householder capable of supporting a relationship and raising kids. And if you're used to having your mum run around for 28 years, uh, as soon as you pair up with, uh, with, a, with a young woman, well, you're going to expect her to pick up where mum left off. So, so whilst it is beautiful to be surrounded by family and it's nice for the whole family to remain intimate and, and, and very close, uh, you're not really well equipped for the next stage of your life. And if anything, I would suggest that that 34-year-old woman who's just met that 34-year-old man who's living at home, she should say, really nice to meet you, Derek, and go and run a mile. And move on, yes. It's harsh, isn't uh, it? Yes, you'd say that uh, 50-year-old women or 50-something women are making a rod, not for their own back, but for the partners of their, uh, their young sons, if they are too generous. Um, it's a matter of um, identifying situations where where it's uh, too much one way and not enough uh, responsibility going from the young male to the household. Great to talk to you, Bernard. My pleasure. Bernard Salt is a demographer with KPMG and always has a very interesting take on these things. one three hundred triple two seven twenty. Did you hear yourself mentioned there, either the mother, either the person in question? And at what point, Mum, at what point do you say, Derek, now... You've been with us for 35 years. Your dad and I are getting a bit old. Wouldn't mind a bit of time to ourselves. 
how about you go off and find a bit of a life? I mean, what about the notion of batching for a while? Isn't that fun? One three hundred triple two seven twenty. Good morning to you, Phil. Yes, good morning, Jeff and listeners. Phil, um, what's your perspective? <laughs> well, I left the UK 20 and went as far away as I could to New Zealand on my own with a one-way ticket, and it certainly brought me out of my insecure shell. And all I can say to the guys is get out there and become a man. Oh, look, I think you've, you've put that fairly bluntly, but I think completely reasonably, Phil. Hello, Tricia. Oh, hello, Jeff. How are you? Oh, you sound like a lovely mum. Who, oh. Now, now, Tricia, you may have a problem or it might be a problem of your own making. Tell us about it. Well, we're actually leaving home <laughs> in an effort to force the 25-year-old out the door. Really? We're actually going to live in another country shortly. Wow, you must be very fond of him. <laughs> if enough is enough. But, you know, the funny thing is both my girls left home in their late teens. Yes, and the son has never actually properly left home. And I never worried about them, but I worry about him. I think, how are they going to manage to cook the meals? And, and I keep thinking, not my problem. And yeah. I have tried to tell him over the years. How have you done it? Well, he, he does like to cook, as long as you can afford the expensive ingredients. Oh, he's but a complete I, bludger. Well, I told him that when he marries, his wife is going to expect him to be able to do all these. Okay, now, Trisha, I've got some questions for you. Um, now, does he pay any rent or anything like that? What's he going to pay rent with? He hasn't got enough income. Okay, hasn't got enough income. Mm-hmm. Is he useful around the house? No. Okay. First and foremost, do you like him? Let's just get that established. <laughs> I love it. He's a really nice bloke, yeah. really, as long as you don't want him to do anything. Excellent. So he... I would have put him on the phone, but I think he's Skyped off to the shower. Oh, really? What, has he just got, just got up, has he? Oh, no, he seems to have been up a little while. Oh, but, but he's got to go out later. Okay, today. now Bernard Salt suggested, and I have to put this to you, even though I think I think you're probably doing the right thing. Did you make a bit of a rod for your own bat here? Um, I, I didn't actually intend to, but it just appears to have happened like that. Now, when he was younger, if you asked him to do anything, he always said yes, but he never did it. And you sort of would think, oh, he said yes, he's going to do it. Whereas the the girls always said, I'm not doing that domestic chore, and so I forced them. <laughs> To do it, whereas he's been very cunning about hiding the fact that he really wasn't doing it. Hey, what's his name, Trisha? Come on, name him. <laughs> no, I can't. Okay, you won't do that. Now, you're, are you on a portable phone or anything, Trisha? No, I'm not at the moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I can, did can go you looking he, for him. Can you hear him in the bathroom? No, it's a big house. No? That's part of the other problem. It's a big house and he's had it far too comfortable for far too long. Now, where are you moving to? We're actually moving to Bali. Really? Yes. And are you leaving him the house? No. <laughs> no. He's looking for a rental at the moment, but he's stuck in that cycle of no history. Can't get a rental, can't get a history because you can't. So, um, and that's going to be a bit of a shock, I think. And now, now, what about your husband? Because in this whole discussion, husbands are a bit sort of secondary. Has he sort of said things like, boy, what chance are you going to get a bloody job sometime soon? Uh, well, not exactly. My husband works overseas offshore, you know, so he's away half the time, and so the son has been... He's been providing protection. Well, he's been company, but I think I'm over that now. Yeah. Um, just shout out to him. I'm sure he can hear. <laughs> no, now, so we can all hear. Just shout out to him and say, whoever, 
you know we're going to Bali. I think it's time you left. Just try it. Just loud yeah, and well, once. No, he knows that. He's he's working on it. It's just a, it might have to be a kennel in someone's backyard to begin with. Tricia, you are very funny, and we wish you all the best in Bali. Thank and, you. And uh, and uh, yeah, he he only belongs in a kennel at the moment. Hello, Philippa. When you and Bernard were talking, I thought you need a woman's comment on this oh, because please. you're presuming yes. that all women do these things for their own reasons and you never mentioned their husbands. Now, I had two sons and two daughters. Yeah. They all left home at a certain time. The boys were 21 or so. Um, but uh, I just want, to know, want you to know that some women do teach their boys to both cook and clean and iron and tidy their rooms. In fact, my boys were better than girls. Yeah, good on you. Now, my daughter has three boys and her oldest is 14. He's high maintenance, but he does his own washing and his own dries his own clothes and irons his own clothes. And her husband, she, when she got married, she said to her husband, I've got a job. I can't iron your shirts. You've been ironing them on your own for three years. You can keep going. And he does quite happily. And it's really up to the woman. We're not all sort of um, slaves and, and and nor should anyone be, Philippa, despite my best efforts to have it thus. Thank you. Uh, this is good. Different perspectives. G'day, Jared. Hi, Jeff. Yeah, How mate. are you going? How old are you, Jared? I'm 21 and I live at home and mostly I've got a full-time job. My folks all work and I reckon I'm getting more experience by living at home, having to cook for them and, you know, clean the house while everyone else is at work, as well as working myself. Are they treating you like a servant? Is this is this like <laughs> Cinderella? No, not at all, not at all. I, lo- I love to cook, and I'm happy to buy all the food myself. Yeah. And um, But, yeah, I don't think it's a, it's a case of not letting me grow up or anything. I think it's been the perfect opportunity. But because I think it's, it's so expensive to, to go and live on your own these days, I'm not too sure how, just starting out in my career, whether I could afford it, you know? Yeah, no, that's true, and we all know that... You know, we were talking earlier about a very serious subject of homelessness, but, you know, it's very hard to get affordable rents in, in Perth at the moment. Jared, I just, you know, I'm not going to hold you to this. Um, how long do you think you might stay at home for? Good question, good question. Look, I really like it. I've got good parents. They're yeah. friendly people. My mum's a great cook, so I would reckon it, like, I'm probably till I get hitched, you know. So, uh, so you, I, are, you are absolutely going to fulfil this thing of, uh, stay at home with mum until you get married. Yeah, yeah. Well, why not? You know, why not? It makes sense. It does to you, you scoundrel. Jared, thank you. Lots of lovely impressions we're getting about life in WA, aren't we? Now, Len had an idea of getting away from his sons. Hello, Len. Good morning. How, how are you, you? How did you get away from your sons, Len? Uh, well, my sons still live with their mother, and I had to move out. I couldn't hack it any longer. Oh. Uh, so now, now, I, I, now, I left my sons at home, and I look after myself. Now, Len, can I ask a series of funny, teasing questions here, or are there some serious uh, issues here? Um, um, how old are your sons? Uh, 38, and they're 36, still, yeah. and 28. And they're all at home? Yeah, they're at home with right. their mother. Any chance of them leaving at any point? Oh, who knows? I'm not there. I speak to them all. Yeah. And I speak to my wife and whatever. Yeah. But I moved out because they didn't. Hmm. How's life, Len? Fantastic. Really is. Well, I'm delighted to hear. Thank you. This is Brad. Curious, isn't it? Hello. Yes, how are you? Hello, Brad. 
Ren's an absolute cracker. I mean, I'll tell you, a 38-year-old living at home with his mother, my God. Who's the big winner there, him or mum? I think it's him, <laughs> isn't it? I don't know. Everyone's got the big L symbol on their foreheads from where I'm sitting. <laughs> um, mate, uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, you know, in my mid-40s, and uh, when I was in my late teens, and, and as a young apprentice, not earning much money and rents being expensive and what have you, I think there was an expectation that when you got to about... Uh, Got to about 17 or 18, mum and dad were like, well, when the hell are you leaving? You know, when are you going? We love you madly, but geez, you've got to go. And uh, I think I'm probably a bit jealous, to be honest, all these 20-odd-year-olds living at home in the lap of bloody luxury. And uh, at 17, I was living in mangy old flats, living on a mattress on the floor and working and what have you. But, yeah. You know, that was what we did, and, and we thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. I tell you what, Brad, you and I are the same age, and we're speaking very much the same language and particularly that thing although I didn't mum and dad didn't sort of ask me to go as I, I, I got a job and then then left but it was that thing we love you very much but uh, behind closed doors we'll just be curious to know when you're finally going to leave yeah spread your wings and, uh, and you know good luck to you off you go uh, Brad I want you to keep listening because we've gone beyond the 38 year old living at home okay <laughs> oh, we, no. we, Brad I'm sorry but we've arrived at the 40 year old who's still living at home hello Jane Hello. Hello, Jane. How are you, Jessica? Who's this darling boy who's still living at home with his well, mum? Now, now, let me tell you, um, he has been out of home and he's been in relationships and has owned houses and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but that that one didn't work for him. Um, so he came home about seven years ago. And I have to tell you that, that we are both winners in this. Oh, yeah. You know? He does. He builds me fish ponds and does me gardens and does all my paving and um, doesn't complain if I don't cook and if the washing doesn't get done, he does it. That um, spends all right. It's a very mutual thing, and I'm very happy because it wouldn't make sense for me to live alone and him to live alone. No, that's no. So that, we live together. That sounds pretty good, Jane. Just one thing I want you to tell me: when your son wandered back into your home seven years ago, yeah. did you politely say? What, can you mention his name? What, what's his name? No. Okay, you won't tell me his name. Uh, I'll call him Derek because I've been calling everyone Derek today. Yeah. Uh, Derek, lovely to have you home, love. Um, how long do you think you'll be here for? Did he say things like, seven years, mum, and with no <laughs> end in sight? Of course not. Of course not. And you don't and, care? And, you know, the first year or so was a bit rocky because I had various stipulations and rules. Yeah. And, um, and, and we had to fund that because I'm, I'm no pushover. And um, and I wasn't going to be the um, the mother in the relationship, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I wasn't going enough. to look after him. Yeah. You know, we were two people living in the same house, and he had responsibilities. He pays me very good border, I have to tell you. Uh, Jane, he I think pays, you've got it worked out. He gives me $150 a week. Uh, now, well done to you and your unnamed son, who I call Derek. You're making a go of it. Um, this is Meg. Hi, Meg. Hi. How did you drive your son out of home, Meg? Easy. I um, upgraded him from child living with parents to housemate and told him he'd pay a share of the rent. He'd buy his own food and everything. Yes. And I taught him to cook and how to do his washing and uh, arranged things so that he didn't particularly want to live at home anymore when he realised how expensive it was going to be. And within six months, he was gone. Are you glad, Meg? This is a hard question. Are you glad he's gone? in a way because he was just not doing anything at home. He thought he could just loaf around all day, feed himself when he wanted to. Yeah. Does and he visit? Does he come and visit? Um, he hasn't 
hasn't been back to visit. He's been gone for 18 months now, but he rings me occasionally. Does he live locally or does he live somewhere um, else? So he lives about 30 kilometres away and he's doing quite well on his own. Oh, well, I tell you what, I'll... Um, uh, next time you see him, give him a little clip under the ear for, for not spending more time with you. Okay. Yeah, I mean it, Meg. That's not quite good enough. Look, as we bring this segment to a close at 27 minutes after 11, we like this to be a useful exercise and a, and a balanced exercise. And Sarah has rung in to say we shouldn't generalise. You know when I put in this voice, it's like I'm not being sincere. Every culture is different. In some cultures, it's expected to stay at home to look after the older generation, and it's a trade-off. Sarah, thank you. In most cases, though, it's simply the boy just getting off easy. So how are we going to finish the segment? By talking to Kimberly and her tips on how to drive the boys away. Hello, Kimberly. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Um, I was listening to the um, the husband who moved out and the three yes, that was boys still living at home. Yeah. Um, what the mother should do is actually wrap her arm up in a bandage um, for a week and sort of put it in a sling, pretend it's uh, damaged and just see how they get on. And I mean, what sad boy is so old living at home? Hey. I mean, if you were in a pub and you met these guys... You wouldn't go out with them, would you? Hello, my name's Derek. I still live at home and I'm 38. And just Hello, n- loser, Oedipus Rex. I, you're very... Gee, Kimberly, remind me not to meet you in a pub <laughs> and, and then we go out and then I come back to your place and you cook a lovely dinner of lasagna and I go, Kimberly, that's really nice, but my mum makes a nicer, thicker sauce than yours. <laughs> Our relationship's over. Yes, how sad would you be, though? <laughs> Tragic. Now, one oh. more thing, just one more thing, and, and this, I think we've covered this brilliantly, Kimberly. Yep. Gavin has just sent a text that says, why can't mums adore their husbands as much as their sons? Oh, I don't know. They just want to be needed, I suppose. Keep them closer. Hey, Kimberly, what if, what if I was to tell you that Andrew has just emailed the program and he's come up with a 45-year-old who's still living with mum? Oh, sad. Now, there are reasons. I think we've had a couple of good examples of mums by themselves and sons there offering a bit of support, but uh, oh, it's a bit disappointing. <laughs> Kimberly, thank you. Get her to try the sling. It does work. The sling <laughs> does work. And we're going to leave this segment by listening to a little bit of Lily Allen. And it's a song about her brother, Alfie. And Alfie's the kind of boy who I think wants to stay at home for as long as he possibly can.